Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last 2022 edition. Oh, baby. Even Ooh. though the first one in 2022 goes out already. Cool. But this is the first time we're <laughs> recording in 2022, so that's <laughs> neat. Uh, my name is Josh, and with me this week, we've got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What it do? Uh, nothing. I was looking right at Jimmy <laughs> when I said we have Joe, and I almost didn't say oh. Joe's name. We have Jomi. <laughs> I love a good wombo. Yeah. How was uh how was everybody's New Year's? Did everything everything go extremely exciting and partyful? <laughs> you were out of town. I was. I was visiting my like niece and nephew and like I was under the impression that like we were just gonna hang out till like maybe ten or eleven or so and then just like peace out, go back to the hotel. But then yeah, no, the kids are like, let's fucking hang out till midnight. Let's ring this in. Of course they were, man. So what you're saying is you didn't get hot, uh, hot tub hotel time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just like, midnight. The hot tub hotel. It's getting late. Hotel hot tub isn't open till past midnight on New Year's Eve? Come on, <laughs> hotel. Maybe it closes down at 1201. You're like we already kept Party's it over. over. We already kept it over like two hours early. Normally it closes at ten. <laughs> they make swimwear masks. Oh, like masks that can work in the pool. <laughs> it's just like waterboarding. Is yeah, what that is. don't you? Yeah, that sounds terrible. What did you guys do? Oh, we slept. Actually, I tried to sleep. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> I. He like went to bed early, and which was awesome, except for that like. Our dog just has like the worst GI tract ever, and she wakes up. She's she's just wakes up in the middle of the night and is like, "I have to go outside, please." And so I have like had some. <laughs> it's been a rough few nights. I think she's she's on the mend though. She's good. I mean, you can just let her outside though. At this point, right? Uh, yeah, I go. I get out. I let her out, and then she's like, and then she passes out. But like, then I'm like, well, now I'm awake. It's uh, you got that problem where when you wake up, you are awake. Well, because it, this is several times a night when this happens. Sure. So it's like the first time I'm like, okay, I'm asleep. And then the second time I'm like, okay, well now I'm just no, I'm thinking about stuff. Hmm. I've always had like New Year's Eve on my like bottom tier of holidays anyway. Hmm. Um, even in my, like, even when New Year's was like more fun in like my twenties, like it was still just like it was like most nights out except now everybody's out and it's impossible to get a cab or an uber and right hard to get true. a drink and they're one million dollars mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i had like probably four or five just like crazy fun going out like having a ball some were like dressing up some were just friend parties mm-hmm. whatever in my like 20s mm-hmm and now in my mid thirties, I'm like, I just don't care. <laughs> like I would, I would rather be playing like games or just hanging out with like a couple friends or something like that than mm-hmm. doing anything. And we had a sweatpants New Year's. Yum, nice. So juicy, <laughs> delicious. You don't, Joe? Do you? You don't own sweatpants? Um, or did Claire finally buy you some for Christmas? I think you know. I've got this pair of like bluish gray pants that i don't know if they qualify as sweatpants or joggers i mean joggers sure are, i mean are they they're yeah, like joggers cotton are a form of sweatpants yeah. they're cotton 
but and like doesn't jogger depend on like the like they're there's like shorter they're like a different cut but like still a t- type of I sweat i would consider them also made from sweat yeah so of, those uh, of made, children made from sweat <laughs> those exist and i guess yeah the bottom line is that i've worn them like maybe once twice yeah, any any pants you buy that are made in China are technically sweatpants because they come <laughs> from sweatshops. That's where the name comes from. Yeah, <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is uh. that is that true? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not look that up and instead go to what is first and last for anybody that likes whatever show Jimmy picked for us and tuned in. Ooh. Um, it's a TV pod. We take the first episode of a show. Uh, and watch and analyze that and then skip straight to the end and watch the last episode of a show. So if you were to like do that to a year, it'd be like if you um, reviewed what you did on New Year's Day and then skip straight to New Year's Eve of that year <laughs> and evaluated your year that way. <laughs> sure, it was great. Good job. Am I still alive? I'm like, what did I... <laughs> During a pandemic. We're recording this on January 3rd, and I'll be honest, I'm not 100% sure what I did on January 1st. <laughs> of, the, of 2022? Of 2022. <laughs> two days ago. Oh, good point. I know what I did oh, yesterday. I know what I did. <laughs> That's about as far as I go. Uh, all right. Well, hey, Jimmy, it was your show this week. Yeah, I did. What did you pick for us? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I was looking for some kind of football show because I beat Joe in our fantasy football mm. championship game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I failed to check uh, my lineup. But then, in the championship? <laughs> here's the thing. Um, there's like one player I could have swapped out, um, but I still lost by like 50. <laughs> so it wouldn't have mattered. Like, you couldn't have done anything. At um, least with your roster currently, yeah, as it was, you could have looked at the waiver. Did wire. you pick Antonio Brown and then he <laughs> ran off? <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, just Google Antonio Brown Buccaneers. He literally just took his clothes off <laughs> in the middle of a game. That's fantastic. The game was happening. He was doing jumping checks in the end zone. Yeah, there was play going on in the opposite side of the field. Apparently, like security started to like chase after him. I think they—I don't know if they thought it was a streaker or what. <laughs> this fan is jacked, but for some, <laughs> he's six. He foot did three look and good. Jacked. <laughs> he's like he's like he's an older he's older player too. He's like okay, wow. I don't know if he's. I was gonna say he's like our age, but that can't be. That's probably not true. Yeah, probably not. Probably like thirty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> last last week, so last week we did the ranch, which mm-hmm. is Joe's, and we were saying how that was like, um, it was trying to be this like rural thing, but clearly written by like East Coast mm-hmm. elites, like the two and a half men guys. Did you find a city show clearly written by right wing? <laughs> <laughs> Really written by rural people who don't know what happens yeah, in the city. Right wing farmers. I feel like that's what a lot of city shows are. There's shows that aren't really about actually what it's actually like living in a city at all. <laughs> Sex in the city is not like New York at all, I imagine. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Never been. Is that really what it's like? Way less sex. Let us know. I've been to New Way York, more city. but I'll be honest. 
the only Sex and the City episodes I've seen are the ones we watched. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. And I there are new ones. Do you know? Do this? not plan on watching any more Sex and the uh, City. There are new ones, and my wife, I was overhearing her listening to them, and they're trying to like navigate the like racial climate, and like it's and it's it listening to it, I'm like. Oh my god. Like <laughs> like oh it's charming that these women are trying to not to be racist but they're being super racist and we're just supposed to be like oh but it's Samantha <laughs> or whatever. I don't know their I know that's one of their names. Samantha. She's super racist but she's also a goof. Oh god. <laughs> she's look how she's trying. What a racist. What a Karen. It's <laughs> about four Karens. Actually, I assume they're not all in it they're still. Like prototype Karens this. really probably. They're the, the original Karen. Yeah. The primordial uh, testing. Karen. <laughs> no, so I picked uh, another Netflix show called Longmire that has was suggested like forever ago, I think, and it's been on my little list. Um, the only person that I remember that's in it is Diamond Lou Diamond Phillips. I thought you were going to say Diamond Dallas Page. I almost said Diamond Lou Phillips um, and not Kevin Costner like I thought because that's a different show called yellowstone um but it's based on it's based on a set of like novels and short stories by an actual guy from west virginia who it's like it's a fictional town of longmire but um or or no it's it's sheriff walt longmire is what uh, it says the books are about so it says it's a crime drama slash neo western. Neo western. So it's in, it takes place in the Matrix. So that's cool. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, Spoiler. Is this a modern day western or type scenario, I, or is this like I, a older nineteen hundreds? I assume when I hear western, I assume it's got to be more, more like eighteen hundreds, but. At least, but I don't know. I've not read any of Craig Johnson's novels. Yeah. The only pictures I'm seeing is just like a typical cowboy looking sheriff man with a shotgun or like a rifle. Yeah, I assume you know he's got a six shooter and a horse, which I don't think I don't know that if that you would see today, even even today. In yeah, her. I mean, I'm d- I just did a Google image search for Longmire, and like it looks pretty modern. Okay. She a okay. Ford F one fifty? Is that what? Uh, I mean, in one of the pictures, yeah. <laughs> okay, and so it's like just a, Walker Texas Ranger. He's like an older gentleman, and he's carrying a rifle on his shoulder. Okay, nice. Um, so this is on Netflix, Jimmy. Yeah, I think it, it's a it's another Netflix series, I believe. Okay, uh, really quick, I guess it says it looks like it says A and E from twenty twelve to twenty fourteen. Oh, and then okay. so Netflix. Moved picked it up 2015 to 2017 okay so i went six seasons and 63 episodes i feel like oh that lady is definitely in battlestar galactica katie sackoff i was just looking at the cast um oh that's a uh, starbuck is that her name from uh should watch that battlestar galactica yeah yeah she played Starbuck. Hmm. So the nerds out there know what I'm talking about. Great, great coffee. 
Yeah, that's what she's. She's a. Bar, she was originally a barista, and then finally got her big break on Longmire. Space barista. Um, cool. I mean, those are literally the things I know about the show. Like that people, uh, since we've been doing this podcast, have been like, "Oh, you should watch Longmire." Do you Do you watch that show? Like, no, never seen that <laughs> show. It says those got that guy's uh Craig Johnson's series is based on Walt Longmire mysteries series so Ooh. it's like a western mystery series yeah, of there's crime it's gotta be mystery that. that could that could be good so that makes me think um obviously it's uh, it's not a twin peaks scenario but i, I mm. thought it's this is good the show first western episode is going to be like dead local girl mm-hmm. yeah you know shot and it's gonna Love i don't know let's see a and e 2012 uh, it's probably probably gonna blame it on the local Indian reservation or something I mean, like that. That's where it's gonna start, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and then they find out it was just like the drunk white guy from mm-hmm. the, from one of the seven bars in the town. Mm-hmm. That's not called Long. Is it? I wonder if they're in a fictional town or not. <laughs> I I I for some reason I thought the town was called Longmire, but I don't know why. I think that. So the, the sheriff Longmire of the town of Longmire, <laughs> his family is a founding. He member. lives. He lives on Longmire Ranch. <laughs> on um on Craig Johnson's Wikipedia, it says that the success of his novels is celebrated in an annual festival called Longmire Day, held in Buffalo, Wyoming. The real life inspiration for series fictional setting. Oh man, people are going to be mad about this episode of our podcast. <laughs> it has a festival, Longmire Day. That's pretty sweet. Twelve thousand people attend each year. That's, that's pretty cool. That's not like that, man. I don't think I've heard of this show before. <laughs> um, but like, I'm like weirdly intrigued. Like, I don't know. Like, if it is, if it could be some sort of like maybe mysterious western, like some some mystery every once mm-hmm. in a while but probably just a straight western i don't know if i've ever seen like a long for like a a show that goes on for a long time 63 episodes of just like a western like mm-hmm. deadwood is maybe the only Six other show seasons that i've like you know i can think of off the top of my head at least it's just like a really big western bonanza <laughs> Uh, uh, the Lone Ranger in yeah. Tonto. Not very, not very well well versed in westerns, other than just like playing Red Dead Redemption. I do, <laughs> I do love me some Three Ten to Yuma. That's a great, that's a great movie. I don't think I ever saw that. That's Christian Bale, right? Yeah, and Russell Crowe. All right. Yep. He plays Yuma. <laughs> Russ and yeah, Christian Bale's Three Ten. <laughs> crazy uh yeah I, I guess i gave my two cents on what i think is gonna happen in the first episode yeah i kind of want it to be when you said mystery now i just want it to be like that he's solving the crime of a murder over the course of a season um because i think i'm less interested in just like a sheriff just patrolling a small town but right. if he's solving a mystery and i could try to solve that mystery with him yeah and then mm. every once in a while there's probably like uh whatever a western's version of a monster of the week could be mm-hmm. you know like a bank robbery one week or someone like yeah. hits like kills the saloon owner or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> stuff like that i like that just an x-files but um but a western a modern day western <laughs> yeah so like an overarching thing 
but with lots of fun little plot stuff in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably yeah, some interesting townsfolk. Yeah. All of them some have their sci-fi. reasons for wanting to murder this girl. <laughs> Just everyone's got motive. <laughs> it's weird because her name's Laura Palmer. <laughs> uh, but no, should we find out uh, who gets murdered Let's or if it. anybody gets murdered? In this Western. Somebody better. Uh, the first episode of Longmire, so I said yeah earlier, was on A-E-A-N-D. I almost said A-E-W. <laughs> um, A-N-D. It was on June 3rd, 2012, and the first episode is just called Pilot. So we're off to a good start. We'll be back after we watch it. We are back. We're done with the first episode of Longmire. It was just called Pilot. Jimmy, do you have a write-up? Your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, here is what I have from IMDb by Comus716. Sheriff Longmire runs a small department in rural Wyoming. When the body of a man is found in the woods, the investigation leads to tension between Longmire and the local Indian reservation, as well as between Longmire and his Indian friend who runs a local bar. Also, he's bartender at that bar i don't know that he runs the local bar who henry henry lou diamond phillips did you get the impression he run i guess he was fixing the jukebox yes i think i get the impression that he runs it and then will sometimes serve drinks okay (laughs) sometimes your bartender calls in sick so you gotta serve drinks you know Hmm. plus then you don't gotta pay anybody to do it I might need a new prediction then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my my thought was that was his bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. If at the very least, he was like the like full manager of it. Mm-hmm. At right. the very least. I mean, so that was a really short <clears throat> synopsis. A lot of things happened. Oh, that was the whole synopsis? That was it. Oh, okay. I thought we just broke it up by correcting you on Henry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was done speaking. But we have Walt. Um, he apparently has a daughter. I think named Katie. Yeah, I didn't catch her name. And a dead wife in a tea, like a loose leaf tea box. Yeah, don't brew that tea. <laughs> Which, yeah, he grabbed at the beginning and we're led to believe that, oh, he's maybe like he's going to have some tea and then, <laughs> yeah. and then he has coffee instead. Yeah, I thought the implication was he just didn't want any tea that morning. That's <laughs> what they want you to think. They did a bunch of little things like that. A bunch of little clever turns um anyway uh so we've got walt oh before that even there's like a cold open of a dude is that it was the first thing yeah it was a dude like running through a snowy field with filled with sheep and then he gets shot in the yeah back. and we're seeing him through like a sniper scope basically and he dies sure did in the snow at night then we have walt in his shitty shower in like an unfinished cabin that he says he's renovating. That is his home. <laughs> That's his home, but it's like a log cabin on like a side of a field. That's what, like people, I, that's what people live in in Wyoming. Yeah, fair. So as far as I know. Um, there's some weird thing. He had a moment with an owl that was there for one second. So maybe we'll see that again. Maybe he's got a spirit animal. <laughs> maybe it's his wife. Come back as an owl. She's like, don't drink me. <laughs> don't who, you drink that who are you gonna drink today <laughs> oh we also had like on the counter a bunch of rainier beer 
which I'm assuming is like Mount Rainier, like beer. Yeah, hey, I wonder if it's cans. a real. It's probably not a real beer. Yeah, probably not. It's probably a show probably beer. Not. Just kind of a stand-in for like regular Coors. Coors, yeah. <laughs> it did kind of look like a Coors banquet can. <laughs> um, but then they use that later because he rolls his truck and there's a bunch of empty beer cans found in it. But he's like, I only drink Rainier. Mm-hmm. Those were not Rainier beer cans. I also pick up litter, which he has seen doing a couple times throughout the show randomly. Yeah. I never draw attention to it. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to just notice it. Mm-hmm. There's this one thing you know about people that drink Rainier. That's they only drink Rainier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Then like Lou Diamond Phillips, his name is Henry, and he's like the BFF. And he, who, which, so they, they lead you to believe at one point in this show, like his, while Walt's trying to, um, track down the killer of this guy, they find out that, oh, there was like an RV parked there. That's a like moving brothel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like it's from people on the res reservation who he has a, like a. Well, it didn't seem like that was the people that were running it per se. It was okay. like the, so the whole th- the thing, yeah, the guy that got murdered in the beginning was the dad, right, of one of the Native American girls who went missing. She had gone missing a while back. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to look for her. Turns out that he d- died next to or where this RV was the night before, which apparently everyone else in town besides like the cops <laughs> know that like, this mm-hmm. is like a kind of a mobile mobile uh, brothel mm-hmm. and that she might've been in that involved with that potentially. And then things led him to go to the bar where Henry works. Cause the, some guy said, talk to the Indian guy that works at the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. One of the other like deputies finds a pair of pants at the scene of the crime. And, uh, they track down the kid whose pants they were. And he's got a picture of himself with the missing girl mm-hmm. from the RV. Like, man, you're dumbass. <laughs> but it did help them, <laughs> uh, help Walt to find, find what was up. And so, Yeah. So the but then so it's like okay, is Walt Walt immediately thinks assumes it's his like best friend because he's the Indian guy at the Red Pony, mm-hmm. which is like man. Yeah, there's a thing that happens in TV and a lot of it, it happens frequently in like superhero shows and movies, which is a big thing. It's that when someone tells you an item of information. You immediately run to the person who you think it is and then like scream at them and not explain yourself cordially. (laughs) And then the person who is getting like accused or asked questions like is skirting around actual information that would just quell this problem (laughs) very easily. (laughs) Like you watched Hawkeye. Yeah. On DC or on a, on a HBO, right? Is that where it was? Disney Plus. What the Disney. Hell? <laughs> it's a Marvel show. Where am I? Um, by Disney. But he like talks to the one girl who, Zach Braff's girlfriend, <laughs> the, the other black widow. Elena. Um, and they're like talking about um, actual black widow, um, Natalia or whatever. 
But they just keep talking, and it's like, if you guys would just have a conversation, this would be completely over. But instead, they're like, you don't know what's up. I don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. Ah." And it's just like, Jesus Christ. So, like, stuff like that happens in TV and stuff a lot because it... It's true, but she was hired to kill him. At least there's that. Yeah, but she wanted to. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. But what bothered me, especially in this, is that the whole thing is like they're just they're they're making him out to be this um detective like, detective like yeah. really smart like good at his job detective he yeah he even handed a guy a sherlock holmes book he literally <laughs> handed a sherlock holmes <laughs> so on the nose but then he doesn't like quickly fact check his best friend who he probably doesn't need yeah. to fact check he, he's trying to check down this brothel this mobile brothel and the kid who was last seen at the mobile brothel says, you know, if, if you want to know where the brothel is, you talk to the Indian guy at the Red Pony, which is the bar. And instead of interrogating this kid further to be like, okay, which Indian guy? Yeah. <laughs> or like specifically. Because he would have said like the young one, you yeah. know? Yeah. Or like specifically like, hey, man, just to make this clear, you're talking to the cops. You're telling me that this person at the Red Pony is implicated with the brothel. And not just like, I'm telling you this riddle three. Like, right. right. And well, it's not like <laughs> Henry, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. It's not like he's the only Native American guy running around town. Yeah. They like, this town seems to be pretty close to like their reserva- mm-hmm, a reservation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, like plenty, it's pretty, it seems like it's a pretty intermingled town. Yeah. That, like a like plenty of Native one, Americans yeah. work in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably some live in town and don't live on the reservation and yeah. whatnot and stuff. So Longmire screws up in the like interrogation. And then when he goes to talk to his friend, he again, just kind of talks in riddles of just like, I was told that you were into something and you're, you're implicated and blah, blah, blah. Instead of just being like, Hey man, I talked to this kid. He said to talk to the Indian guy here. Like, do you know who you? that is? Yeah, do you know who that is? Is that you? Can we, like, talk about this? Yeah. He literally just walks in and <laughs> it's just like, you selling sex out of this <laughs> yeah. bar, friend? Who do you think you are? You got a mobile sex van I need to know about? <laughs> and he's just like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but they do make it seem like this that's going to be a big part of this show is, like, this tension between Walt and the res and... Mm-hmm. Maybe Walt and Native Americans in general, but he's got this friend. I don't Henry. know, man. I feel like he he gave him all. He gave him pretty solid goodwill at the end there by saving one of their daughters, basically. Yeah, maybe. But like, so they they, they got s- a nod. They <laughs> said, "Oh yeah, oh, I forgot to entirely mention the character Vic, who's like this female uh, officer on the force who's been there for six months, and she's." from like philly homicide yeah she's a <laughs> city slicker homicide detective now she's in wyoming okay mm. so you know sometimes asking c- questions city about sheep wants to yeah. live in the live in the countryside but she thinks all of this is like just like way below her pay grade yeah like i want to raise um <laughs> little does she know she's in longmire mystery territory <laughs> yeah she's she's apparently very needed there um, I forgot where I was going with that and why she was important. Well, she the was next just part of the story. <laughs> she was there. Oh, because they were in the car together. They rode together. Um, and I think this is after Walt rolled his car while seeing um, another deputy's uh, billboard 
that he was running for sheriff against him. Branch Connolly. First name Branch. Yeah. He's a interesting failed country music star. <laughs> Man. Branch Connolly. That probably is a country a country branch, huh? That probably is a I mean there's a, a, a Keith one of Keith Urban's kids is named Branch. Somebody's name. <laughs> but so they're on the way to the res Walt and Vic to to find out to, to oh because they know that somehow they know that this guy's tied with well they talked to the i i assume he's a pawn shop guy was oh yeah was, pawn shop dan mm-hmm. <laughs> his name was dan i didn't his know his name was dan i looked okay. it up on the IMDb. okay so yeah because they talked to pawn shop dan and basically asked him like this About is the guns. bullet and he was like oh it's got to be one of these old guns mm-hmm. which is you know he going to the to end himself. he like legitimately was like uh yeah, it's this old gun, which was like it was he was telling them the truth about the gun, which I guess it's yeah. possible that you could you couldn't really get I mean a quick he thought he Google could just search get away maybe would have but I was like you're kinda not helping yourself out because spoiler alert, he's the killer. <laughs> yeah. Well he didn't do anything to implicate himself in it though, so it was smart like it didn't You tried to there implicate was no way to know other people on the reservation. That gun. yeah, he pointed it to other people. He that's how they. That's how they get caught, you know. They're just so brazened, <laughs> emboldened. What's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, stupid pawn shop Dan. He did it. Spoiler. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh yeah, but I was trying to say. So Vic and Walter, in the car on the way in, they're in the res, like gonna meet up with people about this case, and she says something, throws a line in there about like how. They don't like him because he arrested their police chief mm-hmm. and he throws in a thing. It's like, well, if you're embezzling or whatever. So like the res cops hate him mm-hmm. and immediately some guy punches him in the face when they get out of the car. So that's a thing <laughs> that well, seems like it's going to be a part of this show. According to him, he said that he he vowed to knock him out next time he saw him. Ah, So he's not a man of his word. Yeah, didn't quite do it. You got to really, you get, it was a big old guy. You got to put a lot of force behind to knock a guy, one of those guys out. He's a I mean, long, long mire. That's right. <laughs> that's right, Joe. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, they find out that the dishwasher at the Red Pony is the actual Indian in question. And mm-hmm. they find him. His name is Alvo. Avo? I think it was Alvo. Al, Al, Alpo? Yeah. So like the dog food. <laughs> Uh, and then Punch Up Dan shoots him and <laughs> shoots him with his crazy old gun. Well, because he goes and meets Alvo. Yeah, Walt goes to meet meet him, and Dan shoots him and tries to run away. Walt but Dan's somehow. the one that told him that this gun takes like five seconds to reload. Oh, so yeah. it's like this thing where he's like running through the field, trying counting. to like hide behind various things to like get away. Running and counting like he's. Ethan Hunt somehow. There's no way that man can run as far as Tom Cruise can in any given <laughs> any given day of his life. And how is he running and being like, okay, I have five seconds to run to this stump. Five. <laughs> like, no. Anyway. I mean, counting a little faster is probably better for him anyway. Probably a little safer. It was a slow five for sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he catches up with that guy and then he, sh- well, he has like the most amazing shot ever. He like 
aims his rifle via his car door and shoots the guy who I think he was like three or four hundred football fields away at this point. <laughs> In a car. Yeah, moving driving, away. driving away. And he shoots he shoots pawn shop Dan. One shot. One shot. Gets him. Through the car somehow. Gets up to him because his car is like stopped now, but he's still kind of alive. And he gets like the answers of where the girl missing girl is, mm-hmm. like some ranch in Montana, I think, is where they house the mm-hmm. the trafficking the trafficked women, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I'm not uh, laughing about a, that. No. Yeah, you're laughing about this part, which is <laughs> Punch Up Dan was like, "I'll tell you, but you have to call an ambulance." Yeah. And then he's like, "Cool, thanks for the information." <laughs> he just walks away, and he's like, "You got to call." He's like, "I don't know a cell phone." <laughs> yeah, it's a part of his shtick. He's old school. So you're going to die in a field. <laughs> That's some uh, cowboy justice right there, right? I guess. Yeah. But he's not a cowboy. He's a sheriff. He's, well, it's pretty close. <laughs> uh, I, I don't Wyoming. think he's technically allowed to do that. I think he was supposed to try to administer first aid. Yeah. Uh, Just after that scene ended with him walking away being like, I don't have a cell phone. He actually goes like, ah, I'm just kidding. I'm going to call the games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it goes fades to black. But if it was up, he'd be like, I know I'm fucking with you. I'm just kidding. I, I really don't have a cell phone, but I got a radio in my car. I'll, radio yeah, no, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Just like put some pressure on that for now. <laughs> well, be he, fine. he might. The radio did break when he rolled the truck. Hmm. So potentially <laughs> it, it did, doesn't work still. But uh, uh, what was everyone's initial thoughts on this show? Um, okay, so just to like recap, because there's a lot going on, but like the main plot, or there's kind of three aspects to the show. I feel like is like there's the main plot where he's solving the mystery of this murder, which takes mm-hmm. him from you know person to person, unraveling different parts of the mystery. It's kind of like an episode of like Law and Order or something. That's like a little that. procedural. Yeah, yeah, like you talk to yeah. the next person who gives you more of a clue, and then it turns out it was, uh, you know. <laughs> What should we call it? Pawn Shop Dan that Pawn we talked to in the beginning. Ugh, it was him the whole known. time. He would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling sheriff. Maybe because it was in like Wyoming country like mm-hmm. ranch type scenario. I was like, if I was watching Law and Order, I would have saw that the whole time. But for <laughs> yeah. some reason, like it got me. I Yeah, I kind of assumed mm-hmm. like that this mystery would go on all season, but wrapped up in an episode. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, you know, probably the largest aspect of the episode. The other parts are the like sheriff's department intrigue where mm-hmm. um you know includes uh deputy vic who as again is the um big city big city detective, detective who doesn't really want to be there and branch who is just kind of like a hot shot young deputy who wants to be who's he's running for sheriff mm-hmm. and maybe is a little bit you know all sizzle no steak <laughs> he's a cowboy metaphor and then the last piece <laughs> last piece that's maybe only like 10 percent of the episode is that there's clearly stuff going on with sheriff longmire and that he's uh you know recently deceased it seems like his wife passed away a year ago something like that yeah. mm-hmm. keeping her in a tea box and his house is a shit box <laughs> um, he's remodeling Joe. he's remodeling uh he may have a drinking problem um, a little bit. Yeah, the problem is, is there ain't that much Rainier around? Yeah, he's standing up his daughter for for their lunch dates, mm-hmm. and she's concerned. Yeah, 
So those are the pieces, which are like common pieces that I feel like I would see in a lot of, you know, prestige cable. But it mm. seems like for for maybe other shows that I've seen that are a little more prestige, um, <laughs> prestigerish, uh, <laughs> prestigerific. Um, I almost <laughs> said that one. I almost said <laughs> what? <laughs> <Prestigical>. Um <laughs> The the recipe is the proportions are different in that there isn't as much procedural plot stuff and there's more mm. time spent on like the character and like his like uh you know old man trauma that he doesn't like to talk about yeah um <laughs> as opposed to all of the intricacies of well we got to talk to this guy who's giving us a clue about this and like this was actually a red herring and like it couldn't have fired the gun because it doesn't smell like gunpowder. It smells like oil. Um, and that kind of stuff yeah. makes it feel more like, you know, basic, not basic cable, but like network TV CSI. Mm-hmm. I thought some of that though, with him like smelling the gun and doing stuff like that to me, it was like, Oh, he's like a really good sheriff. Like mm-hmm. he's really good at this, but he just has had a bad go at it for a year because mm-hmm. of, you know, Could t- be. dead T wife. Mm hmm could be so yeah all that to say is just like it it looks it's like on paper it kind of um you know it's kind of dressed up to look like a sopranos or breaking bad or something but like name is walt yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um but in watching it it feels a little bit more like a csi law and order okay yeah with a bigger budget, mm-hmm. nicer shots of the mountains, <laughs> which Just like better location could have been nicer. Like I feel like there's, like there's a lot there's of a good, good ones. there's a lot of good scenery out there that like uh, again with, um, a more, uh, prestigious show, <laughs> definitious. <laughs> Just he's <it's> going Fergie <laughs> now. <laughs> What like there, there would totally be longer shots of the mountains that are just like maybe even a little too long. This is like <laughs> all sure. of the like setup shots for new scenes are just like very quick. Just like this guy walks in and then he gives us a new exposition where it's just like, I feel like a lot of other, uh, a, a and E this was a and E. This is A&E. Yeah. Um, I it, think this was like the, f- their first original series. This, the thing said, yeah. Like if this is a and E, HBO is giving us like 20 seconds of mountains before a character talks <laughs> in every scene. Yeah. So wait, do you want more or are you happy with the small amount of scenes? Um, scenery. Pre-scenery. I don't know. I think it's just a different style. Yeah. They had so much, uh, they had a lot of talking they wanted to get in. So, you know, mm-hmm. you didn't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No time to look at the mountains. Yeah, I really like if you've seen like um, True Detective, maybe that's a closer analog than Sopranos or Breaking Bad where it's like it is kind of a Western and is a mystery. But like there's way more Matthew McConaughey talking about time being a flat circle. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And in this, there's way more just like, you know, detective work, procedural stuff. So did you like it? Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I like the game of 
um, the mystery procedural stuff. If going in, I thought it was going to be like a season long mystery and it seems like this stuff was pretty well wrapped up in this episode and reading the description of the next episode, just like on the Netflix thing, it seemed like it was a whole nother case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm less into that. To I think. Less into it seems to be more of a one and done scenario, at least yeah. at the moment. But I also, the reason I hesitate is because this went, what, eight seasons? Six. 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 Four on A&E, two on Netflix. And, and that part of it, too, that like then it went to Netflix. Yeah, that's my hang up. That, oh, I was kind of hung up in like a good way that like that it went four seasons on A&E and then went to Netflix and maybe some of the reins are a little bit looser on Netflix and like you can have longer episodes (laughs) and maybe they reins. Pun intended. (laughs) Very much intended. Um, That maybe, yeah, that gets a little bit more, uh, we'll run longer arcs and it's not that like we need to um, satisfy the viewer every episode with a mystery I might be more interested in where this goes towards the later seasons. That's fair. I I just I just don't know of a show that switched networks and got, got better. better. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like what sequels to the movie are actually, you know, stand up to the first film, you know? Empire Strikes Back. Except the one example. <laughs> Term T T two Judgment Day. Okay, yeah, that does that does fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I'm I'm curious to see. I I'm I feel like even it, obviously it's going to be different. It's six seasons later, but I feel like the finale the finale is going to feel different somehow. Whether or not it's good or bad, I think I'm open to. Yeah, I'm 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 hopefully open. Uh, to that yes. whatever as far as this episode goes you know after seeing all of it it it's like okay wow yeah this is this is really just like a western procedural basically it's mm-hmm. kind of what it is it's feel mm-hmm. like it's got a little bit more sub it's got more substance to it in my opinion than a csi or an ncis or and yeah. i mean i don't know i've never seen nypd blue <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but like, you know, it feels like it has a little bit more substance into it. It felt like it was, it did some fun, like, um, things that were like slight, like clever that you didn't pick up, like him picking up some trash and then it coming up later, him, like, you know, stuff like that, like little things mm-hmm. that it was kind of like, oh, so there's a little bit of a reward for noticing some things, which, um, I do like, that. like some subtleties that I liked in that. I wasn't mad that it ended up kind of feeling like a procedural, I think because of its setting and because of like kind of the tension that it was, it built between like, you know, like the sheriffs and like the reservation police and like the kind of two worlds thing that it, that's doing something a little bit differently than like a NCIS or something like that would do. Um, So I would roll into episode two but I wouldn't commit until I did that basically. <laughs> but I I'm, I'm open. I'm open to continuing watching currently. I think I would too. And I think it's not cause it's like that great. I think, I think it was like compelling enough. It wasn't like, like it's a, 
like it's it's kind of fun like it's a drama but it's not it's not like super it wasn't super heavy ever i mean Mm -hmm. i guess if you really think about like the implications of um like prostitution and reservations and the like starkness of how terrible like indian reservations tend to be and like if you've ever listened to any true crime podcasts basically like I mean, and just just watch the news, like there, like <laughs> have you ever seen the news before? Like Native American women are like super at risk for like kidnapping and stuff. Mm. Anyway, all of that's super dark. Yeah. <laughs> so, but beyond that, like the show yeah. itself was actually fairly light. But yeah, can, all of that stuff is on like the fringes, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't actually see or deal with any of that mm-hmm. um, with any of those issues. It's more of just part of the plot of the crime yeah they never even like went to like where the ranch was where those girls were or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. we don't know if we literally don't know if any other girls besides just the one that he was trying to like find one guy being arrested and Mm -hmm. the one girl being found yeah and he like cracked the case yeah and he cracked the case and then like somebody else it was like three seconds of like just some random dude being like arrested (laughs) like kind of thing yeah they weren't like we can have another ruby ridge on our hands or anything like you know they like they were just like oh they got him we did it case closed so you're gonna watch episode two is that what you're saying yeah maybe i don't know i mean maybe this finale i'm nervous i am nervous about the switch to netflix that maybe it's like they don't like it's under the budget and uh, of the original and i don't know that just looks bad and feels awkward <laughs> we'll see i'm sure it's gonna be great it's real jokey <laughs> <laughs> like well did they have the did they could they even get lou diamond phillips to come back by the way i looked up like like because he's played a number of things like like races i should like you know and i was like can he play like a Native American? I mean, I feel like that's something, especially like in the last like couple years, is that's been coming up as like, like, like racial calling out, yeah, authenticity, ca- yeah. yeah, calling that out in in theater and and, and film. Mm-hmm. But um, he's his dad is supposedly part Cherokee because mm-hmm. he's like his mom's Filipino, hmm. and I, and what? I know him from he like his famous thing is. Being um, Richie Valens and La Bamba. Oh, okay. Who's Hispanic? Because yeah, I was gonna ask that. you, like, what is what is he from? Like, I like know the name, but like, he's in a million a million TV shows yeah. and movies since since then. But that was like the his big thing. It's a great. Movie. Whenever they just need like a, a blank slate brown guy, they're just like, yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips, right, fire him up, <laughs> LDP, let's go. It's great. <laughs> He's in Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, for a while, and he's <laughs> he's amazing. He plays a white guy in that one. Though. <laughs> yeah, he does white face. <laughs> uh, oh, we, we weren't talking about that on the pod, were we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I cut that out. Nope. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Should we do predictions? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna do mine. Uh, number one, Longmire dies. Ooh, yeah, I have that. He's an old man, right? You know, it's gotta die. <laughs> I see him living, so yeah. Right, um, okay. I think Henry Lou Diamond is a deputy now. 
Ooh. Yeah. From the. <laughs> My, okay. Mine are pretty much all just uh, cop related. So I think Vic is the new sheriff. Oh, okay. Nice. And then fourth, I think we see a cop eat a donut. Oh, man. I think they still have donuts in Wyoming. Hmm. I could, finally I get to see one eat one. Crush a donut right now. So you think Katie Sackoff is the. She will be the, the new, new sheriff. sheriff. Okay. Yep. I like that. So those are my four. That's another one. I hope she stays too. Mm-hmm. She was good. Um, I could go because I also have that. Um, Vic is the sheriff. Mm. Oh man, that's a. I feel like that's <laughs> so obvious now in my brain. Mm-hmm. It's so obvious, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that Longmire uh has a dog. He just seems kind of lonely. I think it'd be Dogmire. Dogmire. <laughs> I hope he calls his dog Dogmire. I hope he calls his dog Walt Dogmire. <laughs> oh, is that like a like a Dogbert? What was that? Remember that? Yeah, Dogbert. Yeah, Dogbert. Dilbert and Dogbert. Dog. Yeah. Dogbert. Oh my god. Longmire's dog. Walt Dogmire. Walt Dogmire. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, great. Um. If I mean, if not, that's going to go into my Longmire fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Longmire survives and he drives off into the sunset. I think he literally drives his car going west towards the sunset. Okay. <laughs> um, and then my last one, I think there is no food seen in this episode. Did you really? Did you write that before <laughs> or after I wrote? I said there was a cop eating a donut. Um, no, I, I wrote that like, okay. earlier. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. So yeah, we're in direct con- contention, basically. Yeah. I Normally, like a no something prediction, I feel like is kind of weak, but I feel like there's a lot of opportunities for them to show food in this first episode, like either at the bar or at people's houses and stuff. There's a lot of people like having drinks and having beers, but like never any food. Right. Um, so I think that's something that continues. Yeah. A lot of liquids, but no mm-hmm. solids. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy? Yeah, I got some. So I think daughter Katie, I think we're getting a, a wedding because, you know, just got to throw a wedding in there mm-hmm. somewhere. So I think daughter is getting married. We didn't really get a sense of if she was in a relationship. She's probably already married <laughs> yeah, for could be. all we know. She's definitely a adult woman. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about this one. So I had said so I wrote this during the episode. Um, when I thought Henry was just the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what it says is Henry owns the red pony. I feel like I need to come up with something else for that one. Still owns the red pony. That yeah, I mean, you could say he still owns it because we're pretty, I feel like he owns it. Um, okay. A lot can happen in six years. He could sell it and become a deputy. Let me circle mm-hmm. back to that one in a second. Um, I, cause I, so I said Walt dies. Which one? Walt Longmire or Walt Dogmire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Walt Dogmire. No, he must live. Um, I think Walt dies, and then I put that Walt, that Walt's and wives like tea ashes are finally spread. Yeah, I would together. I, I assume oh. that this whole time he still hasn't reconciled that. Like that, mm-hmm. like that monk present that they don't open from the first fucking episode, and oh, they yeah. wait till the last <laughs> one finally open it to solve the murder. Oh wow, that, bringing that back up. 
<sighs> and I feel like Henry already owned the Red Pony, so now I think he's. <laughs> um, I think Henry is moving on. I think Henry <laughs> trying to just speak something into existence. I think Henry is moving on from the Red Pony. All right, cool. You know, now it. owns a literal Red Pony. I, oh God, that'd be dope. <laughs> Henry doesn't work at the Red Pony. So I'm gonna remember that. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Predictions are locked. So let's get into this last episode. Uh, it was called Goodbye is Always Implied. It was Netflix. Okay. So all of season six came uh, came streaming, started uh, November 17th, 2017. So the whole I'll last. I'll say the title does make it sound like they know it's the series finale. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's implied. It's implied. It's implied. <laughs> implied so uh we're gonna watch the finale and we'll be back after that all right we are back uh we have finished the finale the final episode of longmire it was called goodbye is always inspired jimmy (laughs) it's not what it's called it's always implied (laughs) (laughs) and then they smooch no, then they have a full-on weird old sex scene. Yeah, no, that was really awful. But when he <laughs> said he said the titular line, because she's like, Vic is like, oh, I can't, I'm, I can't do this anymore. I can't say goodbye to you. And he's like, and this job goodbye is always implied. And then they smooch. And then later they have horrible, awkward, uh, just awful, weird old sex. <laughs> Yeah, yes. he's old. I don't know how old she is. I mean, she's like forty. Is she really? She's five years like older than me and you. And that was twenty seventeen. Okay, I guess assumed he was older than he actually is. I guess he's seven. He was seventeen years older than she was in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seemed clear to me. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I would have given him twenty five years. Yeah, right. he was a straight up old man. If you haven't seen the show, just imagine Clint Eastwood now. <laughs> That's what banging this is. a thirty year old. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. So you got to write um, up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Facing criminal charges, Night Horse Jacob Night Horse uh, is going to offer Henry to take over the casino in his absence, but both are kidnapped by Malachi's men. Malachi forces Night Horse to sign over the deeds while Walt, Vic, Ferg, Matthias, and a rehired Zach search for him. Walt is aided by the Crow Medicine Woman, but they are ambushed by one of Malachi's men who fatally wounds the woman. Uh, like Marilyn, I think maybe was her name. Uh, yeah, she was she was she wasn't on there for a lot of time. She so. was just on his porch at the beginning of this show randomly with the help of clues on the picture of shane's body and the shooter's clothes the group tracks malachi to an old sawmill on the crow reservation where they subdue most of malachi's men and an escaped henry kills darius walt is left with a choice of whether or not to save night horse and chooses to do the right thing that was a great part because two minutes earlier he had said he doesn't deserve to die he deserves to be in jail and then he had an internal decision of whether or not to just watch him die what was that thing i said earlier 
<laughs> I forget. I'm very old. <laughs> and and Henry just like shoots a man. Can he do that? He's not a cop. Okay. His uh, vest says sheriff. So he was wearing a bullet. No, he proof. took it off at that point. Oh, that's well, right. To be bait. Sher- sheriff is implied. <laughs> <laughs> Malachi is killed by Walt in a final confrontation, and the deeds are recovered. In the aftermath, Henry takes over the casino while Ferg reconciles with Meg and Vic and Walt begin a relationship. Nasty, nasty ass relationship. (laughs) Walt decides to retire and encourages Katie to run for sheriff in his place while Walt searches for the buried treasure that Lucian claimed to have found. Wait, is this the beginning of Underworld now? (laughs) This just took a huge turn. Also, Katie is spelt like, um, um, like Caddy, Caddy Heron, <laughs> um, from from Mean Girls. From Mean Girls, yeah. Yep, it's frustrating. It's just pronounced Katie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, the the bulk of the the episode itself was just, um, casino owner is trying to get Henry to take over, but even worse man named Malachi. <laughs> Is trying to take over the casino for uh, evil reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, kidnaps both of them. Then all the sheriff people go to save them. They do. Then weird sex. <laughs> then retirement. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Oh, it, then Daughter Meyer runs for sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, Daughter Meyer was a lawyer for Jacob Knight Horse, the casino guy and apparently he was not doing good stuff with his money and with with this pretty much gambling with the reservation mm-hmm. um and then she's like i'm packing up i'm moving to new york and then she bangs a dude named zach who her father then calls from <laughs> while he's in bed with her still and hires him as a deputy rehires apparently which is good because it f- was really weird um, to watch him like get hired over the phone to be a police officer to then go like directly to a dead body and to do all this stuff with seemingly no training from our perspective. Well, the one other the the uh, other deputy guy was like second day on the job, so it seems like that okay. Zach guy was a cop for one day. Before ah, that, and had a run. Presumably, presumably had six to six months to a year of training before that. Right? Am I right? Yeah, that's Wyoming. Maybe a couple months. We've, we've never had an issue with cops having not enough training. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she bangs him. She doesn't marry him yet. No, yet. <laughs> uh, what is everybody's thoughts on this episode? Um. So it seems like the. Uh, what we got here was the culmination of at least a like season long plot. You get yeah. the feeling that the casino plot line and the stuff with um, e- even the stuff with like his daughter, like packing up that like that is um, stuff that's been going on um, for at least a, a few episode arc. Malachi mm-hmm. is in at least in episode four of this season. Mm hmm per just like a quick perusal of the okay. Wikipedia summaries. So yeah, so that's at least, you know Oh, he's in the last season too. I see it. So okay. he's been around. 
Yeah, so that's like closer to what I was hoping for the show that it would do like longer arcs like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then beyond that, it does do finale stuff where there's like a musical montage and you get a a, a snippet of what everybody's up to. That feels very satisfying finale e. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like those are um, things. Like you- if you like the show, those are pretty much like home run things. Okay. What is weird for me, <laughs> yeah, is uh, like we've kind of like talked about it. Is like the, uh, just like the the sex between, uh, you know, the two top build characters, um, just who, right at the end. Too. Yeah, like they really shove that in there. Who are, um, you know, main characters and coworkers, and I just like, like I couldn't help but lol at it <laughs> that like. <laughs> It just seems something weird to put into the finale. Well, I think they just want to be like, see, Absolutely. love happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but you've it's... been waiting for this. You wanted this. Yeah. Sickos. Did you need it <laughs> after 62 episodes? You're watching the 63rd and you're like, come on. That's maybe the question. That's maybe the right way to phrase the question of like, did you really need this? I mean, sometimes you do mm-hmm. in all fairness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do need this and mm-hmm. you really want it in college. All the boys on my floor, we used to watch Smallville. Mm-hmm. And I know you we were on season like three or four. Mm-hmm. And Lana and Clark just wouldn't kiss. Mm-hmm. And one time they, it was like, I feel like they were just breathing into each other's mouths, mm-hmm. but they didn't kiss and somebody threw a chair. <laughs> <laughs> like pretty, pretty awesome. Sometimes you need it. Sure. This didn't feel like that, mm-hmm. but I also have only watched two of these. Well, episodes. it didn't even seem like there was a will they, won't they? It just seemed like she was upset all the time, like that he's gonna go die, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I'm a, this is like my job," and then all of a sudden it was like, "We're banging." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Is this a scar?" Can, Can I, I have put my sex finger with in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she touched his like open wound. Is that is that hot? <laughs> Does that turn you on? I don't know. Me personally, no. <laughs> if that's what you're right. asking, yeah. Oh. Um, I would actually be more turned on if you left my scars alone or my yeah. opened wounds alone. It, I don't know. It just seemed weird. Um, because it, I'm trying to think of a like example that I would know of of a show. And how I would feel about it, but it's hard to say. I mean, they did it in How I Met Your Mother, right? They finally got with her at the end. <laughs> <laughs> got with the mother. Mm. Um, Actually, but, he didn't. He got. We got. He didn't get with the mother in the end. Technically, yeah. Uh, well, I That's think right. it's just like there are shows with um, tension uh, that gets resolved way late, but I feel like I've never seen it be in like the finale. And to, like, mm-hmm. have it be so, like, graphically consummated. Not just, like, they have <laughs> a romantic moment and, like, acknowledge that they have feelings for each other and then we see where it goes. It's, like, they bone. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, like, way too long. There was an aggressive boob grab by Walt. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, it, it, it was that scene that just made it off-putting. Because it's honestly, like, if they were, like, oh, my God, we kissed in the truck. You know, mm-hmm. we survived and then like we kissed again and now we're like in your house and it's at nighttime and he's like, it's uh, my, my whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm so happy we're together. Mm-hmm. And then like they could have yeah. just cut to the morning scene when she was like sitting outside and he woke up and he's like, oh, no one's on my bed. 
And then we're like, did they, did they bone, mm-hmm. you know? And then he walks out and she's out there and like, they totally boned, but we yeah. didn't have yeah. to see it. And then they talk about their relationship. Mm-hmm. That would have like almost been like, oh, they, they're together. <laughs> yeah. Right. And said we had, we had five minutes of softcore porn. <laughs> <laughs> Just weird. Weird. Like I think about, um, maybe the closest thing for like a show that I've seen is like, uh, like in 30 rock, there's like a very close relationship with like. Liz Lemon and Jack Donaghy, but like they like are never together, mm-hmm. and like throughout the show they they actually never get together, right? I, like and it would be great. like one level of weird for me if they did kiss in the finale. I'd be like, oh, that's not where I thought it would going. But <laughs> what like, if the finale of Thirty Rock there was a <laughs> softcore sex scene <laughs> yeah. between those two? Like that oh. would that really have taken a turn for me. Tina Fey does a hardcore boob grab on Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd watch that. That'd be funny, actually. I'd watch that. <laughs> More like boob Meyer, am I right? My, minus the boob Meyer. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. There was some. There was some good stuff. There's like a. There's a scene that I really liked actually between uh, Henry and Night Horse. Night Horse. I was like Nightwing. No, that's a <laughs> Batman. Um, where they're like both handcuffed and just like, and where Nighthorse tells them that he was going to be, he was like trying to talk him into taking over the casino. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, just, I don't know. It was just good. And then I don't even remember how Nighthorse got away. Oh no. They, they like came and took him or <laughs> then Henry escaped. So they the whole scheme was to like obviously they made Night Horse Night Horse uh Malachi made Night Horse uh, like do like a confession sort of thing in front of mm-hmm. a camera and like make it look like this is only you doing it. So he's like, "Oh, but they're not all going to like believe that. So now you have to sign away your whole c- company casino to me so that mm-hmm. I legally will own it." Mm-hmm. And then they had the hitman guy that was also a notary, notary republic. So yeah. this see, sounds yeah, yeah. like Brian. 30 Rock at this Same point. As Brian. Brian, <laughs> Brian, the hitman slash notary republic. He then is explaining the documents to the hostage <laughs> night horse. And now when you sign this, this will transfer 50% of your stock to me and 50% to Malachi. It's like, why are you... Just tell him to sign every yeah. page. He's like holding a gun to his head and like making sure that he's very clear on each of the terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you need any help with the legalese? <laughs> Let me know if I'm going too fast. So... Uh, yeah, that was I. I giggled when that part. So I was like, "This is a, this is silly." But uh, all in all, I think I enjoyed it fine. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I'm not in my mind. I'm not done with this show. I still think I could see trying to watch it an episode or two mm-hmm. in season one, and seeing if it somehow gets it hooks on me. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, presumably. Walt's character must like grow on you, you know, I, cause like just after watching a first and last of this, I cannot see that actor really drawing you in. I mean, it's not, it's not like, like a young, dirty, hairy, like movie franchise, you know, this is old white dude, sheriff. He's kind of plain and vanilla and squinty. Mm-hmm. So he plays a great Western style sheriff, but like not super 
I don't know. I think it'll all depend on how he like solves some of the maybe mystery crimes or whatever. Like he mm-hmm. smelt the gun and blah blah blah. And, you yeah. know, he he's like a like a discount Western Sherlock at times in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Like very minimal about that. But if they find like kind of fun ways that maybe make sense for him to do for, you know, that and it's also possible in the first season too. His whole I don't know how long that guy that plays Branch Connolly, Western, uh, you know, country superstar <laughs> Branch Connolly. I don't know how long he's in the show, but I think maybe the tension or like the problems between like those two running sheriff against each other might mm-hmm. be interesting too in the first season. So, I it's possible that it could hook me, and I, I think I'm going to give it at least one more episode of a try. But I don't. I'm not going to say that I'm definitely yeah. watching the show fully. He's got kind of a uh, like a Brett Favre vibe. <laughs> yeah, like some yeah. Wranglers. Is he from Mississippi? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It. I don't think it really grabbed me. I feel like <laughs> there are probably other westerns or mysteries or um. Or even cop shows that I'd probably watch before getting into this. Sure. There's just sometimes shows that like that Western cowboy feel, like mm-hmm. 310 to Yuma, the movie. Uh, like sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, Westerns. They're mm-hmm. awesome, aren't they? So like if I'm in the right mood, mm-hmm. it could work. Yeah. Do you look, I do love a good Western. <laughs> love a good Western True dressing grit. even. Ooh. It's got some zing to it been a long time <laughs> uh jimmy you gonna watch all these uh <laughs> maybe someday <laughs> got a lot of shows when you run out of all the other <laughs> shows on netflix been watching through kim's convenience some more oh man so good mm-hmm. like An so easy bite. funny yeah that's yeah that's another thing about watching this show is it's they're 15 minutes long so that's commitment that's a, mm-hmm. yeah you gotta have time. I gotta get through the rest of the Mission Impossible's now that you got going on that. Oh, I just made you keep watching. You, you, I said that like three weeks ago, and you were like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a I great burned idea." Through the first three, pretty great. Third one's great. I have, I have issues though, man. <laughs> what is this company that just has like, like moles, like bad guys, all the time? Oh, in the company, that's the whole thing. Is that? It's always just someone who works for them who's a super bad guy. Impossible. Like, vet these people. <laughs> yeah, but they do. But then, like, the Chinese government or somebody else also vets them. And, they, you know, they get two jobs. And then they like, two jobs is too many. So then they pick one. If by the third movie your villain is still your own agent, <laughs> you got serious human resource issues. Well, who's the... Who's the? I mean, the bad guy in the third one is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, but the whole thing is that, like, I mean, that's the, the agent feeding him that, like, working with him, feeding yeah. him information. The I guy mean, who plays uh, from The Watchmen. What's his uh, name? Oh yeah, yeah, the guy who's uh, Doctor Manhattan he's in great. The Watchmen. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. Um, in in the Mission Impossible's before we end this podcast, um, <laughs> every single one is Ethan Hunt is now. Maybe a bad guy, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, he's on the lamb, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not on the, I'm trying to not make a nuclear explosion. I gotta run a mile. Um, <laughs> it, that's like every single one. Mm-hmm. 
And then, and then, and then they're like, "Oh, also Philip Seymour Hoffman, also like Henry Cavill, (laughs) (laughs) That that guy's he's in the last one. Oh, okay, you'll get there. All right, all right. I like him. Also, Vin (laughs) Rates. Oh, dude, he makes that series. I don't think he's not in it after three, is he? Oh yeah, he is. He is. Oh, uh, good, good, good. Mm. Because I started Ghost Protocol, and he's not in it yet. And I'm like, I don't know screw if he's, this I, movie. I want to say he's in all of them. <laughs> or not. He's not in the first one. I'm, but when he's when he gets starts in them, I think he's in them. But I can't remember if he takes Yeah, he's the movie in the off. first one. He is? Vin Raines is? Yeah, he's, they, he's, in, he's one of the um, it's Charlie, disavowed it's agents like here. halfway through. Oh, okay. He's in the team. He's Luther. He's like, yeah. he's the like hacker. I didn't know he was in the first one. Um, he's like one of the bad guys, but the, but, or not bad guys, but like ex agents that they hire, disavowed agents, mm, and the sense. other one's like the like French guy who's actually bad. Oh, okay, Spoiler. yeah, that makes sense. When you watch seven of them in two weeks, you kind of forget when some How of them you start. Get Vink Rams. Well, I didn't forget. He him. is that franchise. Don't <laughs> <laughs> see him sprinting around. Um, He's the hacker. All right, you guys have anything else to say about <laughs> about uh, Longmire, Showmire before we go? I don't. Oh yeah, um, Not takes. I was gonna say the the bad guy Malachi is Graham Green, who is like in the a, guy who writes short stories. A jillion movies. He's in the Green Mile. He's in Dances with Wolves. He's in like every movie with a Native American <laughs> made in Hollywood. All right, he's their go-to. Last 40, 50 years. Sweet. Well, good. He's making money. And, and everything else. All right. I didn't recognize him. <laughs> I, <laughs> I recognize gotta, I gotta him, admit but I, it. I couldn't place him. But he's it's just because he's in everything. Mm. He was in an episode of Riverdale. Oh, I have seen Riverdale. Maybe I have seen him. Of course you have. I haven't seen all of Riverdale, though. Gets kind of weird. Starts getting uh, musically. Musically. Mm. Ah, and then we stopped watching it. Right. So, right, because we're haters. Ugh. Okay, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for first and last this week. We uh, did we do uh, predictions? Yeah, zero points. Oh, by shit. the way, no, we didn't. <laughs> we just so long, so long. I so forgot. Longmire. Oh my gosh. Well, we can do predictions really quick because let's be honest, I got zero as well. <laughs> Mine were Longmire dies. Henry um, is deputy. He's not. Uh, Vic is the new sheriff. She's not. And I didn't see anybody eat anything either. Did you see people eat stuff? Joe? No. No food. So hey, you maybe did get a point. Get a point. Yeah. yeah. Don't rush no points. Yeah. Because I had uh, Vic as sheriff. Um, Longmire rides off into the sunset. Uh, I mean, he's riding a horse, but like, wasn't what I imagined. Um, and then... Longmire has a dog, Dogmire. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, no, still alone. Uh, but yeah, food, I don't remember any food. I remember them sitting outside of a place that was advertising burgers, but there was no actual food oh, yeah. scene. I recall no food. I still recall coffee and tea. Yeah, no food yeah. at the casino. No. no one, yeah, no one, was was eating like a, no one was eating a hot dog while playing bever- poker. Just beverages. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so one point then, I guess. There you go. Nice. I also had Walt died. I thought they were going to spread the ashes. I thought Katie was going to get married, but we're not quite there yet. And then I said, Henry doesn't work at Red Pony anymore. Mm-hmm. He's moving on, moving on up to the casino. 
changes the casino name to Red Pony Casino. <laughs> oh man, dope. Just to just to give Jimmy, to give Jimmy <laughs> no points. He brought the Red Pony to him. <laughs> but you got one. I got one. All right, so I'm the only one. See, that's why I try to end the show fast. But I'm the only <laughs> one that didn't get any points. All right, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. If you want to send show suggestions to us or tell us uh, stuff about Longmire that we missed. Tell us if there's a dogmire in this show at all. We would really like to know that part. Um, you can hit us up at F and L podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter. And that's it. We'll be back next week for another one. Goodbye. that we haven't evolved our ears to like be able to shut down <laughs> senses flaps, like, like yeah like gills you can, you can shut your eyes you can like you can not breathe in order to like not smell stuff yeah, why don't we have ear lids yeah where, where are my ear lids yeah we got the we're, we got like the hollow man of ears right now you know yeah, they're just open yeah I'm just hearing everything all the time <laughs>